welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What is going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you are doing awesome. So I woke up this morning and I was thinking to myself, um, you know, what is it that makes certain companies stand apart? Like, what is it that makes people refer other companies? And and what I realized, man, it just really comes down to customer service. And so um, today I'm going to talk to you guys about something that we have done inside my home service business that uh, everybody should be doing. Uh, just really from a, a moral aspect, but um, I, I think if you take it serious and you really start to shape your business this way, uh, you're going to see that your customers are a lot happier. You're going to get a lot more referrals um, and all of that, right? So before we dive into the podcast, I want to say welcome to anybody who's brand new. Um, if you have not checked out this podcast before, welcome. This podcast is for business owners, entrepreneurs, diehards who are wanting to grow big home service companies. Um, a lot of the advice and content that we put out can be applied to all types of companies, but uh, we kind of focus in the home business um, service industry space. And so if that is you, welcome. We're glad to have you. Uh, if you are not new and you consume all of our podcasts, um, do me a favor. Some of you guys are listening and I really, really appreciate it. But if you guys could leave us a review, that would mean the world to us. Um, we have a goal to get 50 reviews here within the next month. I believe we are at uh, 36, I think. Um, so we're not too far away, uh, but we do still need to get quite a few more. So if you guys aren't new and you're listening to this podcast and you find value in it, it would mean the world to me if you guys would leave us a review on iTunes or wherever the heck you listen to the podcast. Um, that would be awesome. So I do want to give a shout out to iClean Carpet, um, iCleanCarpet.com. Go check them out. They left us a review on Thursday. So this podcast is really helping me to stretch my mind as to what is possible. I own a carpet cleaning company in Jacksonville, Florida called steamlux.com. So I'm not sure why his uh, his tag is iCarpet, iCleanCarpet.com, but it says, thanks, Matt. I feel like I know you. Keep up the great work. So this podcast is really helping him to stretch his mind as to what is possible. Tell you guys what it's all about. Like, I did the same thing, man. Like I, I try constantly to get around people doing much, much bigger things than me because as you know, you know, when you, when you're around people doing things that you didn't think were possible, you're like, oh wow, that was possible. It's like the four minute mile thing that I said on a, a podcast or two ago, you know, nobody ran a, mi- a mile in under four minutes and then one guy does it. And now dozens and dozens of people have done it since, right? Why? Because people saw that it was possible and they pushed themselves to a new level. And that's what people don't realize. Like you can push yourself so much further than you actually think. There's a guy out there called, uh, his name is David Goggins. Um, you know, I don't, I don't pay attention to a ton of his stuff, but the one thing I do know about him is that he is known for pushing himself, uh, to the limit far, far beyond what you think would ever ever be possible. And he talks a lot about when we are about to give up and when when we think that we've done as much as we can, we're only 40 to 50% at our capacity, right? We're only halfway of what we can actually do. And man, do I believe that to be true. And when we don't surround ourselves with people doing big things, we get in the self-limited belief mindset that is just 
absolutely toxic to our life, to our business, and you'll stay small forever. So, hey man, I appreciate the review. I'm glad it's helping you. I'm glad it's helping you to think bigger and see things that are possible. So awesome. So let's dive in. So like I said a few minutes ago, people refer you um, and, and all of that based off of a great customer experience and great customer service. Now, there's the age-old debate of whether an owner-operator or a multi-truck operation is better. And you know, the really only argument that owner-operators ever have is that I don't wanna hire employees because employees do a bad job, they don't do as good of a job as me, they mess things up, You know, we get callbacks, we never get callbacks when it's just me in the truck. Um, that's like the, the age-old debate, right? And so. I get that, but I'm gonna debunk all of that today because I would agree that when we were owner operators in my business the first year, and it was just me and my partner, uh, our callbacks were very limited, if any. And then when we started to add employees, we did start to get more callbacks, right? The employees did not do the job as good as we did. So yeah, that absolutely happens. So that's not a, uh, a what if, that will happen. You will have more callbacks when you're not on a truck and employees are out doing the work, absolutely. But guess what? My customer service is so much better now than it ever was when I was an owner operator. So even though we get multiple callbacks every single week on services because maybe a guy missed a window or or a couple windows have streaks on them or or they missed a part of the house when they washed the house or the roof didn't come perfectly clean or whatever the case is, right? The way we handle those things have made us such a more reputable and trustworthy company than never getting a callback. You're like, well, Matt, that doesn't make any sense. Why would people like you more because you get callbacks? Well, it's very simple because it's what we do when we get the callback. Okay, this is what you have to understand. It's okay to get callbacks. It's okay for a customer to call and say, hey, um, something wasn't done right. Okay, the, the bad part is when a customer doesn't call you and tell you that, okay? But when you have a customer call you and say, hey, they missed a window or hey, our windows don't look as good as maybe they did last time. Um, this is a huge opportunity for you to stand out. And so what we do in my company is we run towards problems. We don't run away. And we've always said that. We say to our employees, everything. If you break something, you run towards the problem. You don't run away. If something is not done right and they call us back, we run towards the problem. We do not run away. Where a lot of companies run away. Why? Because, Matt, if I, if I have all these callbacks and you know, then we're not profitable, if I have to send guys out there to fix it and blah, 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 it's all a bunch of excuses. You see, our company, when we run towards problems, when someone calls and says, hey, Matt, there's one window out here that it just looks horrible, man. There's there's streaks on it. Like It looks like maybe they didn't even do it. And I have a crew out there the same day out there fixing it for them for one window, right? Guess what happens? That guy is 100% going to call us back next year because he knows if there's ever a problem that we stand behind our work. And guess what happens? It's happened over and over. People leave reviews and they say, we hired the dirt hunter to clean our windows. Um, you know, the, they left it, they forgot a window or two. We called them back. They came out the same day and fixed it. And our stuff looks amazing now. We love that we get to work with a company that stands behind their work and we get, you know, our money's worth, right? And so we've had multiple reviews like that. Uh, and it all comes down to customer service and running towards problems. So, this is how you start to build a great reputation. This is how you start to build a trustworthy customer base. 
because they know that no matter what happens, you will be there to fix it or you will be there to help them, right? You go out of your way to do things. I always tell my guys, if you're servicing somebody and they and it's an old lady or it's a it's a lady who can't carry her salt down to her 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 salt machine in the basement, do it for her, right? Ask her if she needs help with that. Or if she asks you, you always say yes and you help them. Doesn't matter if it cuts into our profitability at all, right? To an extent, of course, but you you help people however you possibly can. And that's how you start to build a reputation. And that's how you build a great company culture. Because then when you build uh, a team of dudes and or girls or, or whatever your business is, right? And they're out there truly wanting to help people, you cannot be beat. Nobody can beat you. It's impossible. And so I love the debate. I love the debate that, well, Matt, you know, we offer a higher level of customer service because I'm an owner operator. No, you're wrong because I'm a hero to a lot of our clients. If they call me back, I always come out and I'm always the hero. And you can never take that away from us ever. And so it's just stupid. It doesn't even make sense, right? Now, here's the other reason you need to run towards problems. And this is just a a very basic thing that we need to start to realize is a, a real, real thing is online reviews. I hate online reviews because it is such a one-sided game to the point, and you guys can steal this idea if you want, I've considered making a company called like Matt's List or something, mattslist.com, and making it so when a, a bad client leaves a review, and I'll give you an example. We had a client that we, she scheduled a window cleaning, okay? Um, we went out there, we cleaned the windows, her daughter was home, uh, we, we did the job, the lady didn't leave payment, which is not normal for us. We normally wouldn't do the job, but we did it anyway. And we left. We get a call later that day. She's super pissed. And she said, I hired you to come out and do the windows and do a house wash. And we're like, well, we didn't have that on the schedule. You know, we apologized. I knew for a fact that it wasn't our fault, uh, but I took the blame. I said, it must've been our fault. Uh, Here's what I'll do. I'll give you a 20% off and then we'll reschedule you to come back out. So we had her scheduled to come back out and Uh, I think it was about a week out we had her. It was during our busy season. And long story short, she, she calls us the next day and she is just absolutely flipping out about the window cleaning. You know, the tracks weren't done. The screens weren't done, blah, 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 freaking out. And she didn't pay for tracks. She didn't pay for screens. She had the estimate sheet that had all the pricing on there for tracks. It was very, very, very clear. And she starts cussing me out, um, because our office manager passed the phone to me, of course, in a situation like that, starts cussing me out, calling me names, swearing at me like crazy. And at that point, I recognized that she was a client that we did not want to be associated with. And so I very, very politely said, ma'am, as you know, you haven't paid for anything. Uh, We did the window cleaning for you, but you know, just the way you're talking to me, um, I can tell that we're not going to be a very good fit. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to charge you for the window cleaning, but I am going to cancel your house wash uh, because I feel like regardless of what we do to your home, you're going to be unhappy and I don't want that. So I'd prefer you to find a company that you can be happy with, um, with the job that's done. Of course, a lady like that doesn't want to be fired as a customer, right? And so what does she do? She goes and leaves reviews everywhere possible every day for two weeks. She has her neighbor, who's also a psycho, leaving reviews, right? And so it's a real thing. I'm like, dang, man, did I make the right choice? Like, should we just sucked it up and went out and did it? But at some point, you do have to hold your guns. You can't let people just walk all over you. 
But I will say this, with online reviews nowadays, sometimes you gotta just freaking bite the bullet and take care of things, right? And so even if it's not your fault, even if it's not justified, do whatever you have to do to get the job done, to make the client happy, because I promise you, a bunch of bad reviews uh, is not worth that extra little bit of money that you're gonna make, right? I would rather you see, rather you, I'd rather see you not be profitable on a job, okay, because you made a client happy and they didn't review you, then, then break even or make money on the job and not help them the way they wanted to be helped and then have a couple bad reviews left about you. And that happens three, four, five times. That really hurts your score, right? So we have like one or two bad reviews on our Facebook page um, and, and one of them wasn't even real. It was from a, a driving incident. And so we are very conscious about that. It's very, very important to us that our reviews stay good. And that means that we have to bite the bullet. So we run towards problems for two reasons. One, because we don't want bad reviews, just like nobody does, right? Like I'm willing to admit that. I don't want a bad review. Even if I think you're freaking wrong and crazy, I'm gonna do my best to, to basically make you happy, right? And at some point, if I have to, I will fire you as a customer. I've, I've done it a handful of times throughout my business, but I try not to. And then the second reason is because when customers have a legit concern, when it's actually your fault, like when you guys actually made a mistake, it's okay to admit it, right? Mrs. Jones, gosh, I'm so sorry that happened. You know that's not like us and we really strive to be perfect, but we're human and we make mistakes, but here's what I can do. I'll have a crew out there first thing tomorrow morning to clean that window for you and I'll make sure it looks perfect. And while they're there, I'm gonna have them do a walk around just to double check everything else uh, to make sure it's good to go for you. Is that okay? Oh, Matt, thank you so much. I'm a hero, right? I owned up to it. I owned up to the mistake that we actually made and I'm fixing it people love that, guys. Be a hero. If your business is a hero, people will follow you forever. They will go nowhere else. They will not price shop you. If they get a postcard on their mailbox that's $50 cheaper than yours, they will not call them because they know that you are going to stand behind your work and you will be there for them no matter what. Okay? Quit thinking about money. Quit worrying about profitability. Quit worrying about if my employees don't do it as good as me. doesn't matter. Just have a system in place that allows you to be a hero when mistakes arise, when you guys do a bad job, when your employees screw something up, when you screw something up, right? Have systems in place so you can be a hero. Start to talk to your staff. Your staff is a bunch of superheroes running around saving the day. People call us because they have problems that they want solved. Our staff are the problem solvers. We go out and we solve these problems for people. We wash houses because they can't do it or they don't have the equipment or they don't have the time. It's a problem that they need solved and that's why they're hiring somebody like you to do it. Someone's carpets are dirty. Someone has bugs in their house. Someone needs a new roof. Whatever the case is, right? Their grass needs to be cut. All of these are problems that need to be solved. Your team is a team of problem solvers and a team of heroes that are going out and saving the day. Okay, now some people are like, Matt, we're not heroes, we clean windows. You can think about it however you want, but that's the difference between companies like mine and yours, right? Like the way that we built our structure, our culture, the way we talk to our employees, the way our employees serve customers, it's a big deal. People only hire you to solve a problem. They don't hire you just because, right? There's, it's a problem that needs to be solved and they're doing it because for some reason, whether it's they can't, whether it's they don't want to, they don't have the time, they don't have the equipment, 
there is a reason they're calling a professional. You are the professional, right? And so you guys got to start thinking like this. I encourage you, if you start to think like this, your brand will be rock solid. Like people will begin to love you. You will build a tribe of customers that will never leave. It is so, so important that you're not just another guy cleaning windows, okay? Of course, I don't want callbacks, but guess what? Callbacks actually aren't that bad because it gives me an opportunity to show them who we are as a company. Now, of course, I'm not saying, hey guys, go out there and miss a window because we want to be profitable. We want to make money, right? We don't want customers to have to call us back. But when they do, I say, perfect. This is a great opportunity to show this client who we really are. And then they never leave. Okay. So this process is not perfect. You will get clients that call back, you'll go fix it and they'll still be upset because they're miserable people and they want everybody around them miserable and all of that. I'm not talking about those people. You'll, those people will never be happy. They're the people that will hire new companies every single time they get their service done. Okay. Because they'll always find something wrong with something. Those are not the people you I'm talking about or the people that, that you need to be worried about. I'm talking about the lady or the guy who is willing to be a diehard fan of yours and be a part of your tribe of customers because he knows that me, Matt, is willing to do whatever he has to do to, to make it right if things get messed up. If a window gets broken, because it's happened to us a million times, Window breaks, boom, I have the glass company out there same day fixing it. Wow, like sucks they broke our window, but dude, they fixed it same day. Like they had a, a professional company out here fixing it the same day. How do you lose, guys? How do you lose? You think that guy's not gonna call me back? In his mind, the worst thing possible happened. A window broke, and guess what? We fixed it the same day. How do I lose? It's impossible. This is how you gotta start to think. Run towards problems Stop running away from problems. When you get that in your head and when you start to run towards problems and when you run towards enough of them, they're not scary anymore. I get it scary to run towards problems. I get it scary to get callbacks. I get that, especially when you're new. But man, when you fixed enough of them and you've been the hero enough times, you recognize that this is an opportunity. This is not scary. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a hero and save the day. So I'm not gonna beat a dead horse here, but... That is what I'm talking about. That's how you begin to build a sweet reputation. That's how you start to get referrals. That's when you broke Mrs. Jones' window and you had it fixed the same day. And then she goes out to dinner with a bunch of friends. She goes, oh, I just had my, my windows cleaned and they broke our window. They're like, oh, they broke your window? Yeah, but they fixed it. They had a company out fix it the same day. They were so nice. They did everything for, and everything looks great now. I will definitely hire them again. Can we get their number? That's how it works, guys. People want to hire people they can trust. And the only way that people will start to trust you is if you run towards problems. So that's all I got for you guys today. Um, if you have any questions, our email's below. If you need any help with marketing, you know I own Service Industry Marketer. That link is below. You can check out all of our print pricing, uh, AdWord pricing, Facebook ad pricing online. We'd love to help you. And if you just ever need any help in general, we're just a email away. We respond to everybody. So uh, we're going to be doing a podcast on that soon, actually, about responding to emails and responding to leads um, and how important it is to respond quickly. You're like, Matt, I know that. Then why aren't you doing it? If you were to email my company, good, good chance you're going to get a response in 10 minutes or less. If not, it's because something has happened, right? Right. For some reason, I don't have my phone. Mitch doesn't have his phone. 
I'm sleeping, something weird, right? But literally, it is not uncommon for us to respond to emails in one or two minutes. Um, and that's how you guys need to be in your business. So we're going to do a show on that soon. Uh, but that's all I got. So I love you guys. Leave us a review. If you're new, I'm glad you're here. Subscribe to our podcast. We put them out all the time and I hope you found value in it. Until next time, I will talk to you guys later. This episode of the Service Industry Podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.